Welcome to episode 23 of Things We Got Wrong. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I do. It is so hard to listen to a version of myself that was married and in a relationship. (laughs) I I don't envy you Sarah before, this was like right before I started grad school or maybe like right when I first started. Mm -hmm. And I just want to reach through there and be like, you don't know anything. (laughs) So like, is there something, a topic you notice it with or just like overall or what? Mm. Well, I think what it is, is, is things that I was so unsure of or, or, I was still in the process of learning then and wasn't sure with like terms or, or have become so normal Mm. and like my day to day and bread and butter that like, it is so interesting to think that there was ever a time that this wasn't something that was like Mm. built in knowledge Mm -hmm. and it's it's also in a way, you know, there actually now that I say it out loud, there's some comfort and, and it's kind of nice to think about because it means that maybe something you don't know about right now might be something that you are an expert in. Or, you know, I think about like moms when they, you know, are pregnant and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never had like and then you ask a mom after like three kids, she's like, Yeah. I don't ever think about like how to change a diaper or anything like right. that. Things we just have to like practice makes perfect. I there guess. Are so many versions of Sarah. Wow, the are there uh, <laughs> even stories right. we play where I'm like, oh my god, I fucking forgot that happened. I know. I feel like that a lot. It, and Susie, things I don't you, remember. We do not talk enough about your road rules times. <laughs> Like, that was insane. What part? What are you referring Just to? Just, like, panhandling to, oh, like... Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and... <laughs> panhandling. I mean, yeah, a that- lot of the things that took place... Or I thought it was really funny when you was were tr- had, like, code words that the crew didn't know about. Yeah. And you were, like, pulling one over. I just imagine, like, little Susie outsmarting people... Well, and part of it, I'm sure, is like what you, what you, you probably feel when I talk about those are both road rules experiences. Yeah, and so like you've had a real world experience that is very foreign to me, and the road rules thing is so different. But we've just done the challenge and like everything it, because road rules is similar to the challenge and that you have tasks and like you gotta win stuff. I think it's seen as like the same, but they're totally different. Totally different. Yeah. And just that way more age, fun. You know, I was, I was thinking a lot about the intention of, of, I don't know, like what people who go on reality TV now go on there for or to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Or, different expectations. Yeah. It's totally different. It's yeah. 
it's very strange. The world that we were on reality television for, and I caught the very, very end of it. It's almost like I am to reality television what like our age is to like uh, uh, analog in a way. It's like the very tail end before it all switched to like we have cell phones and everything is digital and all this. And it's just like a before and after. You know, reality television is a different animal now. Sarah, well, for this episode, we're talking about episode 50 of Brain Candy, which was, God, another stupid behind the scenes of the challenge. We were really. fair to do. It was, but it was like we were really wringing that sponge, you know? Like. You know what? I think why, though? Because at the time, uh, you were able to fully wring the sponge. It was just like a few drips you were able to get from me because Mm, I was under contract. And so I think. I was like slowly letting things out and there was so much I wanted to talk about because I was still in that world. Yeah. And it it was a great plan because it did attract a lot of people who then stayed for the non-challenge content of Brain Candy. They just started to get used to hearing us talk about whatever. So, I mean, it was like the perfect bait and switch. Yeah, right. Right. (laughs) Here you go. But as far as listening to it again, I'm like, oh, no, no, we're not talking about that again, are we? Yeah. Yeah. This this one felt like we got to talk more about your experiences, though. Mm -hmm. You're always such a good interviewer that oh, thank you it all every time i listen back i'm always like man she has such good questions wow, and our so listeners nice. ask good questions they asked yeah. ones where i was like fuck i should have asked her that yeah that that is fun and i think what we said you know how in that episode we talked about how like the just the style of um production at that time was the tail end of like pr- before um high definition television yeah. And so oh, they yes. don't rerun them or play them. And so they really are completely forgotten. Nobody yeah. remembers half of the people from even my show. And so they're not on streaming. They're nowhere. They're not even on YouTube. In fact, I had a woman reach out to me on Instagram because her dad had been one of our mayors. That's the guys that like introduce the missions. Right. And he had died and she said that she was desperate to find a copy because like she misses him so much and she wanted to watch it. And so I had digitized all of mine and I had to find it for her. It took me ages, but I finally found it and she was so touched. Susie, that is so sweet. But she's like, I've been looking on YouTube. They're nowhere. Of course you couldn't find, right. Yeah. That is so great. She talked to the right person too. Could you imagine any of like... That is true because I have them like labeled yeah, and right. numbered. But anyway, the because technology is moving so swiftly, everything becomes um, antiquated now. And then it's like it doesn't exist. Yeah. But at any rate, let's talk about episode 49, which was yes. about Would You Rather. Oh, yes. You were real into that game. I love... You know what's so funny is I have been using that. That's been a... I had no idea that this is what we were going to talk about until a few days ago. And I have been using this as a tool for uh, uh, child therapy. Okay. And, you know, because you could like mix in funny ones and then you mix in a few like feeling ones and (laughs) it gets kids talking and it makes them think and Mm -hmm. they all love playing. And 
carrots for fingers or broccoli grown out of your ears is always a, a, a <laughs> crowd pleaser. Yeah, and it's like a real debate. And but yeah, uh, uh, so yes, I have a whole bunch more if we wanted to oh, play God. that game. And you know, I don't. I, just, I hate them. Why do you love them so much? Let's talk about that. Um, I mean, apart from in your therapy, you know. Oh, methods. Well, you know what I I in listening back and in okay, I was just having a conversation with Eli the other day about how we can never assume that we know somebody else's intention or what somebody else is thinking mm-hmm. because their experiences are so different than our experiences. And there are so many things that like ways of being, I should say that, that I like quirks that I have, or like I use the example of synesthesia, how until I was 26 years old, I did not know that other people didn't think that way. And so it's very exciting to me. And we've talked about this on past episodes to, to we've even asked our listeners to learn about things that make you realize that other people see the world in a totally different way. Mm -hmm. Like the one I couldn't get over was the sticky and itchy. Like in Mm -hmm. my mind now I get, I mean, I get it because we've talked on the show too about like itchy is the one feeling that you, it's like biological, like that woman scratched through a freaking head skull. Like it's so terrible, but there's a physiological, there's something else that now I realize is more of like a being neurodivergent way of thinking, I didn't even know my mysterious wetness aversion was also something linked to being neurodivergent and even ADHD. Mm. I just recently learned that's a symptom they don't like to get their feet wet, like wetness on their feet. Mm -hmm. What? So if you ask somebody like me, which would you rather have, like have to walk barefoot for the rest of your life or have wet socks? I'm like, Oh my God, give me barefoot every day. I would hate wet socks. Like I've even thought I could never be in the military because they always have to have like wet boots and they like can't dry their shoes out. Like I'm out. It does seem like there's always like a layer of water on all their stuff. Right. I'm out. Uh Yes. What was that? That was weird. That was weird. It was like a a ghost. (gasps) If you're watching the video version, you will see like a spooky moment. I think that was a spooky moment. I liked it. I'll tell you what else I like. That's Dime Beauty. Oh, my God. I am a big fan. Big fan. Yeah. I Here's the thing. I don't have time or the inclination for like a routine, like a whole thing where you what? got this and that and that and that. Everyone's like, what's your routine? It's like three items. Right. Same. But Dime Beauty, I work into it because this is like bang for your buck, bang yes. for your time. Yes. I'm into the Hyperglow. That's like the daytime brightener. Oh, I'm into the eyelash boost serum. Okay, yes. Because, you know, I right. like to, I don't like to wear any fake lashes. I like to yep. grow them out as long as I can and yep. perm these babies and then do nothing. Right. And that's what it is. And yeah. that's the thing. It's like doing the least. Yes. <laughs> but getting what you want, getting the the all the benefits. But this is like clean stuff. Yeah. This is clean, high-end Skincare, but it's affordable. Okay. The other thing I want to recommend is their perfumes. Oh, yes. Amazing, but they don't have those PF, what is yes. it? PFAS or something? PFL, PFLs? What is it? PFAS. I don't even yeah, think I have something it on like my that. Sheet. Uh, forever chemicals. 
Yeah, the forever chemicals yes. that are like bad They're news very bad. Yeah, it is not good in those things. And this is a whole line of perfume without that. And the, I recommend the sampler because those are all travel. You can That's take what them I got. when you travel. Yeah. And, and then you, know, you never know what kind and just like seasonal. You want to switch it up. Yep. And you can take them with you on trips and stuff. So you have perfume. I'm not going to take my whole giant perfume no. thing. No, okay. God forbid it breaks. I'm not doing that. No. Dime Beauty's clean, high-end skincare, but it's affordable. When I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient. So you use their products every day with confidence. Here's the deal. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and use code WRONG to unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com, code WRONG. So that's why I think if we're exploring why I am into that, that would be... It is interesting to listen back to past episodes and kind of make those connections and be able to go, okay, with the more perspective, I understand why. What's the motor behind whatever it is you're doing? And I could definitely hear pre-medicated... Like I could tell every episode where I'm medicated and unmedicated. I'm like, wow, haven't had the medication yet. Didn't even get diagnosed yet. Cutting Susie off at every second. And I can like tell. I forget what I was... I think it was an Instagram video. I'm so sick of all of the ADHD content that is produced because it is like people either think they have ADHD, want to have ADHD, believe, you know, have been diagnosed, whatever. And then they never shut up about it. It's like, can we move on? Like, but in this video, you can't mental health your way out of accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Because in this video, it was like, you know, expressing some of the symptoms or side effects or whatever of ha- of this diagnosis. And one of them was interrupting. And it was like explaining how there's a fear that you're going to forget what you wanted to say. Yes. But like, stop. It's no. so bad. Poor Eli. This is like, we, it, it's so bad. It's- yeah, but what are we going to do? Because we can't just announce it. Right. You you, have um, to do work. Like, and, and this is it. Like, I think about it in my relationship. Like Eli said, like, I will not engage in these conversations if you steamroll my, like steamroll and, and just talk over me and all that. So I have to say to myself, what is more important? Me coming up with tools and techniques to control that. Cause it is, come on, you, you. You, you can, it's an impulse and we have to work on impulse control. So mm. I do things like sit on my hands. That really helps me. Or I have a pen and paper and I'll write down a little note that I want to talk about later. But are you listening then to him? Or are you just like waiting till he stops talking? I'm though? listening, but I think I've practiced this. I mean, think about what I have to do with my job. <laughs> I'm a therapist. Like my literal job is listening to people and responding and validating. So like I have to do that. And I, maybe I've practiced that more than most with what I do. Mm-hmm. And cause th- would you argue though? Cause I get that. I get the idea that like, you don't want to forget what you have to right. say and it, you, the urge is to just spit it out. But 
it reads also as a confidence as like, mm. I deserve to be talking now. Not you. Yeah. I'm saying right. anybody no, that uh, interrupts. Susie, it's me. Trust me. If we had <laughs> Eli here, he'd be like, oh, yep, that Any would be it. Any interrupter. Yes. It's, and right. And that, so that is it. Like I have to choose, do I want to either work on these things or I could keep, you do you, Sarah, but it will affect, negatively affect my relationship and maybe we'll make it so this person will ne- doesn't want to communicate with me and will draw a lot, like, that would be so sad. I know. So I, it would be the saddest thing ever, right? So I have to yeah. really work on that because I care about the relationship. And that is kind of the motivation for change. And you can do the thing where you're like, nope, this is just how I am. But enjoy your lonely life. Right. Like those people exist. Those mm-hmm. people are like, Take it or leave it. This is just how I am. And you either love me or you hate me or da, da, da. Well, I mean, they usually surround themselves with other people who are like that. Hello, not to get off topic even more, but that is exactly what all those 10 people in Larimer, Australia from this documentary, Last Stop at Larimer are people that yeah. do not get along well with others. So right. they've completely isolated themselves in the freaking outback of Australia. Yep. But then even within those 10 people, maybe more so because they're all like that, they cannot get along. Right. And it's like, you know, you got to figure it out because there's you do. other humans around, not you. I'm, right. I keep, I got to keep saying that. You could say it sounds me. like I'm it, talking it is me. to you. It, it, well, and this is true. Like I really had to, I do that, you know, uh, and the people who are close to me and the people who really like care about me have told me these things and they're things that I've like put effort into working on, you know, being on time or not interrupting or, you know, following up with people or like, you know, showing an interest in like, it's not, it's just like, I, I forget or I, I you know, yeah, I have to, I have to do those things and work a little harder and learn the tools. But with that comes access to all of the, <laughs> well, that's a, that's a great segue because what, it might give you access to is this perceptive ability that we saw in episode 49 where Sarah gave a handwriting analysis reading. Dude, I was that w- I was so <laughs> fuck I'm good at that. <laughs> Let's listen to let me find that clip. Let's see. Oh, I think this is it. How accurate am I? Very. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo, I love that. Tell me all about. It. Okay, well, now I I promise. I swear God is my witness. I had zero knowledge. <laughs> Shit, maybe I am a psychic. Like okay. What? Tell me. Tell well, me. Well, for starters, she said, in the last few years, I've been diagnosed with major anxiety, and I'm wondering <laughs> if you, it can influence your writing. <laughs> Did I not say last thing? She probably has things. Damn, I'm good. Damn, I'm and fucking good. There was so many things, though. There was Man. like. Uh, I think you spoke to like her maybe introversion or extroversion that was on the money. There was like different components about maybe her professional life and Mm -hmm. you really did have. So what do you chalk that up to? Because it's not as if I can't imagine that you're going to argue that handwriting analysis is some sort of science unless you are. No, you know, I think it's more of that. There's. 
Our brain is picking up information all the time. And you know how we've like joked, like, you're not psychic. It's just like generational trauma and like how you've like learned to like respond survive. to like survive. Yeah, it's like, like a survival people. strategy. Right. Yeah. And if that is something that's like trained and honed in you from like birth, like this is skill. And, and then even being able to just sense like, you know, my mom actually explained it this way and it totally kind of made sense in a way, you know how like you can yell into a Canyon and it traps the sound and it echoes back. And even though the, uh, uh, you know, like the person who said it just says it once, and then they stop the, the sound and the energy and the, the vibrations of that statement ring around for a little while and mm-hmm. are still like measurable. And what the fuck do we know? Maybe energy and I don't know, for lack of a better word, vibes are like more present than we even know about or can mm-hmm. measure. And pe- some people are just more attuned to interpreting those things. Like there's like a maybe like some sort of energetic vibration that that kind of handwriting gives off where you just mm-hmm. like, you know, I always say like, oh, I write fan fiction for them. Like I can see an, a story created from whatever it is and it right. like means certain things and they're almost like symbols. And I think back to the one time that I did DMT, a serious like hallucinogenic drug. And it w- I did it one time and it totally like Oh my God, I see how the universe works and everything was very broken down into like symbols. And I knew that like what things represented. And so I wonder if, if your brain is picking up signals and what things represent in a, in a different, in a way like that, that Mm. I just am more, I don't know, tuned into. Yeah. So, you really were happy about it. <laughs> and and I forgot about that. Yeah. Me and too. in listening back, I was like, damn, that's good. Then I was <laughs> thinking, I was like, it. fuck, I got to make all my clients write shit down. I got to read my clients. This is like an added, it's not like I'm going to hang up. Like, I'm like, oh, that's how I, no, but it's like a tool in the <laughs> toolbox that is interesting in the same way. I don't know, like doing art therapy and looking and interpreting like the, kids art there's like a what person was it house tree person drawing that you do with kids that you can like interpret and it's not like that means everything but you use that to inform Mm -hmm. other stuff and ask more questions and Mm -hmm. so i am not a believer i don't even think there's the vibration even or something but i'm i'm not saying there couldn't be it's just that's not my inclination yeah um Cause I, it's sort of like, you know how I love the amazing Randy. <laughs> yes. You know, a lot of the people that he would debunk or, or engage with about their trade, whether it's like psychic abilities or what they had a bunch of different ones, mind reading, whatever, talking to the dead. Um, you know, once it became like you tested scientifically, yeah, then it, it sort of was the yeah. percentage you would get by chance. Yeah, And that you tend to, as you're a listener, you tend to disregard the ways in which the 
reader was incorrect and yeah. really get excited about the ways that they got it right. Totally. Um, so that's my inclination is to think that, but mm. it sure was fun. Like that you did get so many fun things, right? Wow. Especially the anxiety, because that was her whole point. Right. She said, that's why she wanted you to read her was that wow. she had diagnosed with anxiety, whatever. So that was I still funny. think there's, it's just a, a mystery it's, of the universe. Yeah, it is. It is a mystery. And there are, and maybe the tools that we have just aren't equipped to measure the things that we have to, you know, that we're trying to measure in a way. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to ask somebody 50 years ago, what frequency does the brain give off? They'd be like, mm-hmm. none. It's a, just a blob. <laughs> and now we're like, mm. yeah, actually it looks different. And here are the hurts and we can, med- I don't know how many years ago, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, well, it was fun regardless. Yeah. Um, we don't even know what dreams are. Like what the fuck <sighs> do we know? We don't know. A you damn said thing. it. We don't I'm even know about, about 33% of our, our life. What? <laughs> I know that, that does make me mad. Cuckoo crazy. And it's sort of like, maybe we should Think about it more. Like, I feel like they're not focusing on it because it's too mysterious. They're right. like, yeah, we don't know. But we do know now they're like, ooh, ugh, turns out you got to sleep like a lot. <laughs> right? And you have to dream. And like real important. And like, you'll be anxious and depressed if you don't. Yeah. And might die. And might die. And yeah. might like have early onset Alzheimer's or dementia. Yeah. So. Jeez. Maybe Christ. check that out. White coat guys. Yeah. Yeah. White coat guys and gals. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Did you enjoy at the end of that episode when we revisited the bag of dicks conversation? Yes. Cause that was a yes. hint for me. Yes. It yeah, was I'll very good. That, but... And I think it was very funny that my, what well, my hairdresser said, about, it would get so scratchy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me play it. If you as a listener have any hilarious, would you rathers or yeah, want to tell they will us, too. They are so hilarious. So with their funny. Bag of dicks and stuff. So funny with the bag of dicks response. What was your favorite bag of dick? Um, my favorite was the woman who said hers was a target bag. <laughs> I just like the product placement inside of her. I liked when your hairdresser was like, Sarah, that burlap bag would scrape up those dicks. Yeah, like she was concerned about the poor penises in the sack. That was funny. And somebody else had a brown paper bag, which I thought was great. Yeah, like a lunch bag. And people always are like, they're erect. Like they get yeah, they're very specific. specific about their... That makes me laugh. Yeah. Oh, that was that's fun. great. Has yours changed at all? Well, 
we mentioned last week that I didn't realize that it had changed until I had heard what my original was. I guess, was it a Ziploc? Yeah, it was like a Ziploc with dicks Mm -hmm. in there. But then when I heard this, you know, that's what my new one is, is the bag of like baguette dicks in a paper sack. Um, And so it must have been, you know, affected by the... I was the, the dicks you received. The, the dick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think mine yeah. would be a, a nice, like whatever I answered last episode, it's now since changed and maybe it's just because it's like closer to Halloween, mm. but it would be like a, like Merlin's like sack, like a, a like a velvety, oh. like a, yeah. you know, like a crushed velvet, like maybe a deep purple <laughs> color. That is a classy bag of dicks. Yeah. Maybe with like moons and stars on it. It looks like I got magic mm. bag of like dicks Sorcerer's and, they, and it would be, and it's dicks. like dildos, like. In multiple in multi-colors, not even wow, like... Wow, that's nice that yours is diverse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, pinks and that. purples. And, I guess, <laughs> so, yeah, all the colors of the rainbow represented in there. Good Lord, that's funny. Okay, yeah. is there anything else from 49 that you wanted? Uh, yeah, let me see. Oh, uh, I thought this was interesting. You, that you said in there... Um, yeah, see, this is why we could probably pass a polygraph test. Mm-hmm. We were talking about changing the handwriting and like, mm-hmm. and do you still believe that? I have fears about that. Yeah, do you, you do. You bring it up fear? a lot. <laughs> it makes me th- like, I, this is maybe this is a byproduct of like hanging out with, with criminals, like go, like interviewing, like, hanging out with criminals. You're not like hanging, getting coffee with them. Well, sort of maybe, uh, but like visiting and like interviewing uh, murderers and well, Maybe but my just fear think about, is, like, what if you're telling the truth and it still thinks you're not, and then well, no one is going to believe you? This is 100% going to happen if we ever... So we're going to fail? I mean, we would hope that they would... It'll be inconclusive. Yeah. we would, And I would come as, like, a character witness, and we would use this as evidence. We'd be like, no, we already know. <laughs> she almost did a spit take. That was hilarious. That was so close to soda coming out of your nose. <laughs> ah, like, I love that idea that this would be exhibit A. Yeah. Like, I present to the court mm-hmm. her deepest fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because imagine how awful that would be. You know those people that are wrongfully convicted? Not yes. because of a polygraph, but because just, you know... What's her name in Italy? That I would be her. Amanda Knox. And I have that... Um, I would be her. Uh, 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 incongruent affect where I smile and laugh. You know, the other night Eli was having a very serious conversation with me oh, about no. how I interrupt when we were <laughs> we have awful. arguments, and I like started like smiling, and I had to lean over and be like, "You're you're very cute right now, and you're doing like." And, and he was like, "I know what you're trying to do, and like I am serious about this." And I was like, "I know, I am serious too, but I have to like break the tension in this way, or else I'll." inappropriately laugh and then you'll be mad at me and i don't want that honestly i would punch you i like, know it's I'm terrible actual worst Susie. no no it's just that that very it, it must be like a trigger for certain people it is you know? it's and it's like my it's yeah. yeah especially like if if you're not one to normally be serious like i don't really like to get sincere too much right right so if i and then did if and then you it, laughed right. in my face like, I would be so mad. I know. This is my... Oh, God. I feel but bad. then you'd submit this as evidence that, like, it's not your fault. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not my fault. I just am like this. Yeah. But I, I... It could go either way, though, because with the polygraph, maybe it would 
I'm afraid of that, like telling the truth and no one yeah. believe you. But maybe it would be the opposite, like we talked about in the show, where yeah. you could like actually think, beat it because you don't give a shit. I mean, my heart races when I'm like, <laughs> y- you know, like, you do you want guacamole with that? And I'm like, <gasps> right, you panic. Yeah. So perform the other things. Thought, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I would need to like take like propanolol, like make yes, my heart beta rate block neutral. It. Yeah, beta block that shit. Do they test for that beforehand? They that's should. A really good question. They totally should. Then Although it's like, I guess oh, it's also definitely. sweat, but that that does affect the sweat mm-hmm. too. Totally. Okay. Right. Good to know. Good Don't to know. Don't submit this part as evidence. Right. <laughs> Bury this. Just like, yeah. edit. Right. Yeah. Uh, the other part of the episode that I thought was really funny is we were doing the would you rather. Mm-hmm. And I say, like, would you rather have to read the iTunes, like, uh, uh, terms and conditions every day or listen to Nick only Nickelback the rest of your life. And which is in and of itself, like saying like n- listening to Nickelback <laughs> is punishment and torture. Yeah. And then it reminded me of how I have like a personal story with Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Right. And how my ex-husband almost got in a fight with him. Can you imagine and- that fight? Oh my I God, mean, it wouldn't so exactly funny. be a macho man battle. It would be very funny. <laughs> it would. And, uh, but I realized in listening to the episode, I was like nervous and hesitant to talk about his story, but not nervous and hesitant to do a would you rather while the punishment <laughs> is like, I was thinking, oh, if he listened to this, he's not going to like that. I said, meanwhile, wouldn't care that I just made like listening to his band torture, torture, yeah. right? Like, I was like, duh, Sarah, shut up. You just like, what are you <laughs> Did thinking? Did you notice how, mate, you probably didn't because you're not really on Instagram watching like challenge people stuff, but a yes, lot. Yes, Car Maria went to Nickelback. And Bananas, they're not the same one. No. And it was, it felt I, very much like paid, they were paid oh. to do it. Oh. Promote this Nickelback concert. Oh. But why would you promote it? There's when a it's chance happening? that they actually like that Nickelback. I know that All I them? can see. I can see that. To- I can see that for all of the. I, like who? Like it, uh, those two? Those are the lit. I can Holly, see that. Carmaria and Johnny and Johnny's felt like almost like he was mocking it while he was promoting it. It was so weird. Mm, interesting. Is it still up? No. Uh, I think it is actually. I think it was a post That's and Polly's is. And I think his had like a partner type of tag on it. And I thought, who, what? why is Nickelback? Oh, wow. Nickelback is getting promoted like that by challenge people. That is rock bottom. Maybe they're going to do one of those like concerts at a movie theater. Like, you know, and they're like t- Taylor Swift heiress tour, like get, watch it in a movie theater. I don't know. That <laughs> is, tour. is it called the heiress tour? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I just thought the wow. reference was funny. At That's any rate, I mean, they're not crazy. that bad or anything. It's just sort of like background music, but like, I don't want to listen to it every so day. Generous. I was like, I choose the terms and conditions. I read really fast. Yeah, and then I was like, "That's a really good point." And and then I have seen how much my reading has picked up after grad school, and even just book club stuff, and just having to read. And it's like, man, it would suck to have like to read those book. every day, though. I know, but you would get like, and I think that would be a fun party trick to be able to be like, terms and conditions of life, you know, mm-hmm. okay. um, then 
the I I must have spoken this into my phone and it translated it very incorrectly, but it says the origin of the life, your night, and watching the episode. What does that mean? Nothing. The origin of um and watching the episode. Oh, oh, I can't and, imagine. Oh, oh, I do know what this is. The origin <laughs> of it's supposed to be the Q and A and watching the episode. That oh. and that's the next episode that we that this was before we ever watched the episodes with our listeners. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was a pull I just did with that. I don't know how I figured that out <laughs> from that. But well, yeah, like, on Siri episode fifty, it was if so far I would say that was the best challenge theme I episode. To- I totally agree, and it's because yeah. you said more fun stuff about your history, new chat, boring shit. Old challenge stuff, fun. Well, I okay. I'm going to play the clip where you list the shows you were on because I even oh, listening to it again, I was like, "This is insane." <laughs> what were the shows that you were on? Oh, the shows I was on. I was on the Real World Brooklyn. Yeah. Then Ruins. Then a Fresh Meat. Oh wow! I was an idiot on a Fresh Meat. Then I was on Rivals One. Yep. Then. X's one, then Battle of the Seasons, then Rivals two. Oh no! Somewhere in the in between that is Cutthroat. Cutthroat, then Rival, then X's, then Rivals two, then um, Battle of the Seasons, then X's two. Jesus Christ! (laughs) Rivals three. That is 11, including real world, I think. That's too many. 10 and I don't, if you asked me to do that, there isn't, I could not with a gun to my head list them all in the right order today. <laughs> That's a little weird too, though. I, the, I, they all ran together for you. Th- they sure did. And then I, mean, I get it. When I was talking about my favorite challenge, like I really, I said Africa and Battle you of the Seasons. You said the ruins first. Because, yeah. And then I was yeah. like, oh, well, maybe Battle of the Seasons because I had such a good time hanging out with my cast. Yeah. It's so crazy how things in regular life have colored that yes. differently. Right. Because you don't feel exactly the same way now no. about different people. I don't. Because now I know like, oh, this is what people were really thinking and feeling and Basically, it's the same thing as like what happened with Johnny. Like, oh, none of that was authentic. It was just me thinking we were friends. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I just, I cannot believe that from the time I did the ruins with you until Rivals 3, which is when this sh- we recorded that brain candy, how many shows you did in between. I don't know how we kept in touch. You were booked solid. Well, you're the only person I talked to on the show. So. Right. Yeah. No wonder, because you were and, never home. And when you were, yeah, you were probably actually planning to go really back. we did a really good job uh, maintaining connected and our friendship yeah. and everything. We didn't get that wrong. We sure didn't. It was probably because I was in grad trips. school and getting married and having a yes. baby with that very busy time. And then you were busy, so we were busy at the time together. You know, yeah. That, so we and then we got the time right before you had Lincoln to yeah. have a really 
like a, fr- a a trip that really I feel like solidified our friendship of like, yeah. oh, this is like my sister. Like this is my yeah. person. In you the, know? the Brazilian outback or the Brazilian yes. Amazon or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. We went through like many, a uh, uh, you know, that night when they were like, well, maybe you die. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe I die with her tonight. So yeah. yeah. But no wonder, like, <sighs> Yeah, I don't know, man. You mm. you did a lot of shows, is what I'm saying. I, I did a lot of shows, and I I really see how I how one's priorities change, and the things that you think are important change based on who you surround yourself with, and it's mm-hmm. like that you hang around dogs, you get fleas, kind of thing. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I thought it was so funny when you asked if you had any regrets now. I mean, huh? I have, I and my regret now that I couldn't say then is not sitting down on the, the, at the very end of rivals three and being like, Nope, I'm not crossing that finish line until you sh- like, I don't know, sign contract mm-hmm. with me right here that says we're going to split it, whatever. Um, but before I said, Oh yeah, my, my re- biggest regret is that I did like hook up more. Oh yeah. Let me see if the, I think that's this clip. I wish I wouldn't have worried about what my family thought or what yeah, my anybody thought because it just it's it doesn't matter. Oh no, that's only part of it. The one bef- the thing before that was when you said, you know, nobody's on their deathbed saying I wish oh. I had less sex. Yeah. And you and you were saying that you were very conscious of like people seeing you hook up, which yeah. Is a very normal thing yeah, to worry and about. Now, and looking back, I wouldn't have done it any different because okay. I did feel like the times when I did didn't feel like me. I think what that is a what I'm hearing there is somebody who is unsatisfied in her marriage, yeah, and wants to go out and because since then I was in my mind as I listened to that I was like, oh, I would not say that now because I have I have had my fair share of and I. Now, I wouldn't hook up with any of those fucking idiots because, like, the things that I'm looking for in somebody that I'm being intimate with have changed so much that, Mm -hmm. like, I wouldn't want to hook up with any of those guys. That's, like, me at, like, 
the the I don't know the year after senior year saying oh man I wish I hooked up with more high school I don't, I don't guys in high school or whatever and then you flash forward a few years and you're like oh thank God I didn't hook up with more high school guys that would have been the dumbest thing like that that wouldn't have helped the situation like it wasn't it, it would talk about like it's maybe like okay quantity but also quality matters too Sarah well and also we can't even say like you know they were young and young guys are idiots they are still right that's it's not what I'm like saying. i look at them now and think like oh they turned into a really nice cool guy except maybe like mj he's real cute and like yeah has yeah. a normal yeah. seemingly landon he's cute yeah there's like a few that are like yeah. did grow up but yeah. a lot of them are complete d-bags oh, and i'm like oh wow thank goodness i didn't like yeah i would be they're not worthy embarrassed of that list i'm surprised that more people don't have like those feelings of like i don't want to hook up on tv i'm always surprised when people just like go for it (sighs) yeah because it's like parents and stuff that is embarrassing yeah i don't think people even think that yeah no clearly like and i'm sure they cast for that they they control for that yeah a hundred percent yeah they don't want mm. any prudes except for like me and my, you know, virginal cohort. But oh otherwise, God. no, no prudes allowed. No prudes. Right. And they're like, when they're half naked on Instagram now, it's like, well, what? Are you- well, that's a good point. And they all have OnlyFans and stuff like that. Yes. They don't even, mm-hmm. nobody even cares. It's a different world, Sarah. It when is. we were their age. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, for real. Let, so you know how they called about Challenge 40. Mm-hmm. And obviously I'm very old now. And, um... Some of these kids on the show were not born oh when I went on road rolls. They were oh, not alive oh my beings. God. That's That's something. crazy. It's crazy. I mean, we're coming up on 10 years of this. <laughs> right. And right. we felt like, wow, we've been doing it for that. Like, this is going to yeah. be. Like, when Ooh. I think about Mark Long, he's, what, 53 now. And he's, I mean, very fit and very capable yeah. on the shows. He do, does really well. But I don't, I wonder how he feels about being around these right. whippersnappers. Right. Have you hung out with 24 year olds recently? Like, it's, yeah. Ooh, it's not you, stimulating. You think you're cool and then you're like, not cool. All right. Got it. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Just like, doesn't matter what you do. Like, High school kids are going to roll their eyes at you. Right. They just are. You know what, though, Sarah? Remember that episode we watched that it was a hoot on All Stars when they pointed out that um, Mark had a Marshall sticker on yes. his shoe? Yes. It was very funny. You know, it's funny because that's just cringy, but also because we know how much like he cares about you know, his presentation. But like, apart from that, it makes me mad because... Didn't you feel in the house that like you could not make a false move without someone being like pointing it out? Like if yeah. you um, wore a different color lipstick, yeah. it was like, what are you doing? Right. Like they would acknowledge it and make you self-conscious about it. Yes. You couldn't do anything without it being discussed. Right. I hate that feeling. Yeah. That I think there's a little bit of anybody but me kind of thing where you know the joke is going to go on in the house so 
the faster you can become the uh, finger one, pointer. Yes. Yeah. Then and because there and also you think about it like this is almost like a. I don't know, like a troop of chimpanzees or monkeys or something <laughs> where like you have to establish dominance real fucking fast That's true. or you're going to be the one that they, they exile right. and like you're kick out of the, the group. Victim. You're totally, so it's like quick, establish dominance in any way. And socially it's teasing that creates yeah. that hierarchy. Like, right. I mean, I, yeah, it's all very, and you're also bored. It's a yeah. form of entertainment yeah. to like point out other people's weird oddities. It's lowest and- common to not like, it's really <laughs> the, the, yeah, this isn't like, you know, intellectually stimulating. No. <laughs> um, do you have any additional regrets besides rivals three, your protests that you would do? Um, No, I think that's pretty much the big... I would be... Yeah. And I, I I, can't say that I would have like put my foot down with production more because I think I got the edit that I did and I got the treatment that I did and some of the, the perks I did because I was always respectful to the crew and understood how difficult their job was mm-hmm. and... I wish they just kept that in mind these days. One thing that we did get right, I think it was in 50, was that we acknowledged that we were wrong to have eaten on previous episodes and we were never going to do it again. That was when the eating ended. It only took 50 episodes. Uh, I wish I could also tell Sarah to stop banging on the table. I didn't even notice. Every time I make a point, I go... Oh, yeah. Like with every kind of like the clap with every word is basically what I'm doing. And yeah. I was like, I, I'm glad I stopped that. Right. Yeah, I didn't notice, but I'm too busy hearing myself chew. But um, what <laughs> <laughs> saying like you have that thing about how like it can't you can't call it a podcast until you have like 50 or 100 episodes or yeah. whatever. And that just reminded me of how. There are two new challenge people that have podcasts, quote unquote, you know, Zach, Zach mm-hmm. Nichols, which is right. called the Zach Nichols podcast. I don't know how he came up with that, but wow, that, that's the name of his podcast. And, and he's just like having cast members on and they're just like talking about the, like their greatest hits or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Beth and John from real world Los mm-hmm. Angeles now have one. And they're just like Katie Cooley. They're bringing out like all the, mm-hmm. the usual suspects and, um, Number one, I wondered what you think like is motivating this sudden like, hey, we should do this thing that we should have done 10 years ago because now it's old. Like, what do you think it all of a sudden made them feel the urge? Number one. I think that this happens when like, I mean, the people that you're talking about, it's like they got a little, if you, if you were to look at their, you know, in Google gives you the results of how often a term gets searched. Yeah. And I bet that the you would see a spike and then you'd see another little spike and then you'd see a drop and they're trying to make another little spike. Because they they need to get their fix yeah. of like attention. Yeah. And I think they... it's, it's 
um, or just another the ease to which I feel like it's become easier and and it's more uh, I don't know how to do a podcast and how to do this is it the information is there like the mm-hmm. formula is out for you and so um, you know maybe people are the the hard thing is is, is talking forever. Like, you know, when you run out of cast members and people who can do it, mm-hmm. you know, but maybe it, maybe they, they like, maybe, maybe it's like a high school having like a class of, you know, 2000 to 2010 alumni podcast where the, the listenership is going to dwindle as it gets further away to what year the senior class is in right now, you know? <laughs> right. Like okay. maybe the senior class now would want to hear the podcast, the, the podcast from the alumni like two years ago, but not 20. Yeah. Cause they're like, mm, that's for my parents or, you know, but then there's still some like people who are like, Oh, I went to that high school. I want to listen to that and like find some comfort and joy. And I don't know, but it's, it's uh, still a big part of a lot of people's identity. Mm-hmm. And that is something that uh, I think people want to hold on to. And in the same way you see like, you know, a, a high school reunions pop up like that. It feels almost like a high school reunion for... What year did you... Not... I know you you graduated different than your class, but like... Yeah. What year was I What was your to? grad... Yeah. Class of... 2004. Okay. So let's see. Okay. Next year would be your 20th. Uh-huh. You will not go. Yeah. Cause I never get invited because I, the school that I went to for freshman and sophomore year, I didn't graduate from. Right. And that was where all my friends were. So I don't, I never get invited to that. Those ones. Cause you were not in the graduating class. I was not in the graduating class. And right. then the other school I went to, I was only there my junior year because I had enough credits to graduate. And so I took the exit exam and I graduated end of my junior year and I didn't have a senior year. And so So, like, what if you were invited to either one? um, I think the trip to California would be, uh, that would be a little much for me to like take a plane. Cost benefit there. Yeah. But if I, if I lived in, if I still lived in Thousand Oaks, like where I I moved back home to my like hometown at, which is the one I would want to go to because they're all the people that I really love and care about, then I would totally go. Yes. 100%. Okay. Cause like, I love the people who are in that and they were all like ASB students. Like, and then I would make it, I would have us get together on zoom or something and read, create the, uh, 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 lip sync that we all did to Britney Spears. You drive me crazy because wow. it was good. And where did you perform that? Uh, at the, oh, it was actually, this was, I think this might've been junior high, but it was still all the same people who were then in high school. ASB It was like the same group. Um, yeah. but at a, like a, uh, pep rally night. Whoa. Yep. I bet that was great. Did you have choreography? Oh, yes. Song and dance. Yeah. You drive me crazy. You still know the... Oh, my God. I just can't sleep. She's doing... Yeah. 
<laughs> she did the moves. Yeah. Do you, could you do the whole thing or just I that could beginning? definitely do part of it. Yeah. That's amazing. There's a kickball change. It's Is there great. a video of this? I hate it that I can't. Oh my God. Why do I need a video? I'm getting the whole thing right now. Yes. It was very bad. I yeah. love it. No, it's not bad. I mean, it was. It hurt so good yeah. is what yeah. that did. I, uh, I can definitely remember. I can definitely do the first eight counts. <laughs> I think yeah. it was a lot more than that. Baby, yeah. I'm so into you. I love these moves. You got that something. It's really like what can I torso do? heavy. Yeah, yeah. Well, because <laughs> you know God. we're sitting. Yeah. <laughs> but the next move. What did is you wear for it? Um, we all had costumes, and then we uh, we had to do. There was also like this. I don't know what was. There must have been like a. a skit that we did with it but i was a police officer yeah. and oh, i also my. had the lot like so i was like dressed as a cop and i also said stop i'm a cop has anyone seen the donut shop which i don't know why we did that or i had to say that and i remember being really mad that they stuck me who was like already teased for being chubby with mm. has the anyone food seen line. the donut shop line i was very I upset mean, with that the joke is about the p- police eating donuts though it's right. not Right. So, right. But that was also like the same year I won Chubby Bunny at the, you know, the pep rally (laughs) too. It was like very, it was very tough year. Very tough year for Sarah. Oh my gosh. I think I'm, I'm thinking maybe you should seek out this reunion. I know. It's worth a trip in my opinion. I bet. I I think some of uh, our brain candy brainiacs are some of the people that I would have been doing this dance with. Yeah, for sure. I didn't go to my 20th. I mean, and I was invited, believe me, like they were on top yeah, of the invite. Yeah, you invites. must have been in the, like, when was your 20th? I mean, it would have been 2018. So were you still doing, when, where, you would just come, when did we do the ruins? Oh, This was that when was I was still... in LA. I, I was out in LA. Okay. At the, at the, for the yeah. 20th, but yeah. I'm just saying they, they really want wanted go? people to go. Um, well, number one, it'd be like your situation right. where I'd have to fly across the country for that. Yeah. But also I felt like social media had made it largely like outdated uh, that, that makes usually sense. why you want to go is to see like, who's disgusting, who's mm-hmm. a loser, who's not mm-hmm. just cause that's cur- you're curious how people's lives turned out. Yeah. yeah. But thankfully Facebook and yeah. stuff has made it so that we already know who is a loser. Yeah. That makes stuff. sense. Interesting. Yeah. But also I, it sounds to me like the people that liked you in high school never stopped liking you. But for me, this show yeah. kind of gave a weird dynamic. Yeah. They still like me, but it created this divide where, I don't know, like, yeah, felt like I was different. I, they never said that. That was my yeah. perception. Yeah. I can see that, especially when you are like thinking about like how you grew up and then like how they cast you on that. And then, you know, who you are now. <laughs> And I could see them being like, oh, you know, like they were yeah, just right. like, oh, she's still a fucking nerd. There's this person I know that t- she told me that when she, she didn't know me back then when I was on the show mm-hmm. and she said that she would watch it and she hated me. <gasps> and, um, I had to confront her the other day and I had, to, I said, you know, I gotta say that 
that really was not okay what you said. And I, I want you to think how you feel about your 18 year old self. Yeah. And then know that that's how I feel about mine. I was like, Susie was a really nice girl. I'm not. She was. Aww. You can say whatever you want about me now, but yeah. like, how would you have felt being on national television yeah. at 18, oh. having never been on a plane or anything? And then you're just telling me that you watched and hated me for no reason? Yeah. That's, that's rude. I'm glad you confronted her. Me too. It felt great. What did she say? She said, I thought, I just thought you were the kind of person that like could handle and take a joke. I'm like, I am, but that wasn't a joke. Right. <laughs> you right. were telling me you hated my 18 year old, sweet Susie South. Oh, well, and it wasn't like I asked. Susie. Right. She just volunteered this neg. Ugh. And I was like, mm. I'm sorry she did that. That I'm very happy. She's sorry she did that. I know she is. No. <laughs> anyway, great. I'm just saying that. I, uh, there's like the, uh, a dynamic that can happen when your life goes in a different direction than sort of like the typical post high school or college yeah. way. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm rambling. Um, yeah. no. but that was fun. Walk down memory lane. And I think you've turned out really great considering you've gone on so many shows. I Agree. Well, How I are st- you saying that I still stand by what I, we said something about, um, that you get what you put into it. It's kind of like therapy, like however yeah. you are, whatever you're looking to get out of it is what you're, and that makes sense now more than ever when people are looking for followers and fame and, mm-hmm. you know, advertising opportunities or whatever. You know, I was looking for like friends and like memories, you know, right? For real, <laughs> and like challenges, fun stuff, and like <laughs> you right, know. yeah, and that's no bedtime. Like right. it's like that. You weren't looking for airtime, right? I was not looking for airtime. That is because it right. wasn't exciting to me. It like wasn't. You know, I was like, I was already on TV when I was little. Yeah. You know, right. my parents work. I'm like, who cares? Yeah, What's that's so deal? true. So I, I really went on for that. And, and I think I, I, and you got it. I got it. Like, it does feel like a totally different chapter in my life from now. Mm-hmm. And I am so far removed from that world now. And I love it. How often are you getting recognized these days? Every day? Hmm. I'd say every time I go out in like socially, socially, because mm-hmm. Denver people are nice and Denver it are like my people. Yeah. Like they like Sarah and they like, it's like the right age group where I'm hanging out. They're adventurous. They're like, and, and usually it'll be one person who's like, oh my gosh, she was a badass. And they'll tell Aww, your friend like, nice. do you even know how much of a badass she is? And I'm going to be like, Eli, see, badass. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, we go play frisbee golf, and he's like, are you sure you know what you're doing? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I get out of here with the do you know what, like, right. please. I win challenges. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I know. What the heck? What, 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 is, what is wrong with people? I know. I get nervous. Do I respect. look uh, incapable? Yeah. Is that it? What I, don't get it. I, don't I don't get it. I don't get it. It's the overalls, do. maybe? It, mu- I don't know. it must be. It must be, so... I don't know. Anyways. All right, people. That was a fun one.
We didn't get too much wrong, which was nice. No, it was good. And I would say all my would you rathers would probably be the same too. Me too. I noticed yeah. that about mine. I kept thinking, yep, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. I, yep. I agree with this. All right. Um, and yeah, so we didn't get much wrong, but we did enjoy reminiscing. Yes, we did. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. <laughs> well, what can I say? We'll mess up. We get